This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show is Jake. Our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market, Mainstream Marketing, the CCA Texas Star Tournament, and the Texas Insider Fishing Report. All right, weather. 82 down on the island in Galveston, and it uh, this isn't a typo. It says feels like 95. Hmm. It was 86 on my truck coming in this morning, but uh, sunshine and clouds mixed. A stray shower or thunderstorm is possible today. I have 88. South-southeast winds will be 10 to 15 miles per hour. They're throwing about a 15% chance of, of rain in for today, so may not get that lucky. A few passing clouds tonight, otherwise generally clear, low of 82, south winds 10 to 15. And then for tomorrow, some clouds in the morning, they'll give way to mainly sunny skies for the afternoon, heating up pretty good tomorrow with a high of 89, winds south at 10 to 20. Now, those are Galveston Island temperatures and you know up here on the high ground it's much warmer so you want to cool off go to the coast the water's almost the same temperature as the air so <laughs> it uh it is what it is all right looking at tides for today these are galveston channel tide predictions we have two of them we're sitting on a low right now that occurred at 1:34 a.m at the galveston channel it was a negative 0.1 we have a, t- a high at 10:38 a.m a 1.3 Sunrise, 621 a.m., sunset, 822 p.m. Our moon phase is 18% visible. All right, looking at uh, current conditions offshore, it's south-southwest at 11, gusting to 13. Water temp and air temperature, exactly the same, 84 degrees. And looking at the Galveston Channel, it's 83 degrees there with 86-degree water with a south wind at 5 to 7. Eagle Point, 84 degrees, water temp, 86 south-southwest 11 to 14 and up at morgan's point it's 83 degrees with 86 degree water south winds 8 to 10 so pretty good stretch of uh, warm weather coming up those uh, surface temperatures could reach 90 no problem next week so a little warm all right let's run uh, over to the tri-bay area and check in with a hammer this morning see how he's doing captain glenn hammond how are you this morning sir And the hammer. Hello. And the Hello. hammer. You're up. <laughs> good morning, Captain Mickey. How you doing, buddy? I, I'm I'm good, man. Thanks for asking, Glenn. You made it in there, huh? Oh yeah, that's You're routine, man. Routine. Oh, I'm you. you guys got it down. Y'all got it down pat. 
Well, Got it we made gotta, in the shade, baby. All we got to do is just stay home and answer the phone, and you got to get out and drive and all that stuff this time in the morning. Lord, that mercy. But, that ain't uh, that bad. It could be a lot worse. Yeah, we are, that's right. It sure could be, buddy. We're, uh, we're, fishing uh, could stopping. be better, though. I must admit, fishing could be a lot better. Well, um, with a south wind, <laughs> it only it only can be so good with a south wind. Hey, we can only blame it on the weather for so long. You know, I was That's talking right. to a guy yesterday, hey, this kind of stretch of weather, we used to nuke the fish in it anyway. You know, it just, uh, well, we yeah, just got to face the facts. We just, uh, you're going to have to work to catch fish these days. Nothing comes easy. That's right, buddy. Uh-uh. Not a not a report one down here on this end. I've uh, I've seen a few uh, boats at the ramp, but really not much at all activity down here at all. And I guess it's a heat combination of the heat and the wind and the, uh, just the conditions that's down here. Everything turned sandy a week or so ago when all that south wind started blowing, and uh, what had been setting up to be beautiful beautiful water all the way down the beachfront. Is, uh, just kind of deteriorated, and uh, you know, each day with that south wind blowing right along the coast, it's, it's going to have it all color. But I'm sure, I'm sure somebody's chunking some dead bait or some cut bait or something out there, and and uh, reeling in some nice fish. But I sure haven't heard anything about them. I uh, I've been doing little projects around here. I had a well, actually, I'm picking up about five martins a day, five little babies a day coming off that nest a little too early, and I have to, got an extension ladder, and I got it set up over at their, I got four martin houses, and uh, there's 50 nests, and I would say just about all of those nests have some babies in them, but uh, shoot, man, I've been, I've been all week long, Melinda and I've been catching little martins in the, in the afternoon, put them up, we'll put them in a cage, and leave them in the shade, and then right before dark, when the parents start feeding the birds, we'll uh, we'll put them up in there, and they stay overnight. The next morning, they get out again. <laughs> but uh, we got a bunch of them, buddy. There was one. So your human scent on those uh, little baby birds doesn't affect the way the nah. parents take care of them. You know what? These uh, these birds are just about ready to fly. You know, they got all their feathers. Uh, yeah, that's probably why they're jumping out of the box, you know, yeah, out of the birdhouse. They're getting hot, and uh, it never fails. Uh, you know, the, the heat jumped on us this year. Normally, it'd be about another three weeks or a month before they're ready to come off that nest. They're already trying to come out of that box with all that heat uh, on there right now. So, Wouldn't but, you? Uh, I'd rather. Oh, yes, hey, if it gets that hot in there, just jump out and let a cat eat you or something. Just end it. Get it over with. <laughs> well, for, for a couple of days, I've been trying to figure out what I could do my yard work. And uh, I got out there yesterday. I guess it was about 9, 30, 10 o'clock before I got going. And that's really waiting too long. But uh, I got uh, several yards mowed. Uh, I, uh, today's the weed eating day. So I'm going to get out there this morning before it gets too hot and do that stuff. Uh, I started cleaning up from all the high tides that we've had lately. We've uh, got all this all this lumber and all this stuff floated up. So I had a big old pile of it up on the street and wait for them to, to come get it on Big Trash Day. Well, unless it's in a perfect little stack that's only three feet wide by two feet tall or something, they're not going to pick it up. So I loaded it up in the truck 
my wife and I went over to the landfill, uh, you know, about five miles away from here inland, and uh, over over by Oyster Creek, and they got a big old landfill over there. It cost me forty five dollars. I'd have burned it before I'd have paid that to go to a landfill, man. Just burn the oh, stuff. Man. After I got up there, I wished I would have done something else. I'm telling you what, it's a mountain. You got to drive up this mountain <laughs> and you get to the top of it. There's about nine million seagulls. There's big old tractors grading that stuff. You can't breathe. I mean, the air is just oh Lord have mercy. If you don't have to go to a landfill, don't do it. They they made me buy a hard hat uh, for sixteen dollars. Cost me forty five to dump a, just a truckload of wood. So all in all, forty five, fifty five, sixty something dollars. About sixty seven dollars. I'd have piled that up and sprayed some, <laughs> put some charcoal starter on it and light it off, man. There ain't no burn bands yet. I know it. I know it. And I got plenty of places to do that. I probably will next time after what I experienced over yeah, there. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Lord, Lord, that's nasty. That's nasty, man. You don't realize how much trash that we have in this world y'all don't have a uh, county landfill yeah that's what it is it's uh, oh and they charge you uh, you know uh, oh, over yeah. my way we have a sticker you get every two years and put on your windshield oh no i don't think we're that lucky buddy they get you coming in the gate man uh and that's the first time i've been over there in a couple of years but i forgot when they never made it. there was nobody up on that mountain wearing no hard hats of all those trucks, I about got run over by two or three of those garbage trucks, buddy. They ain't waiting on nobody. They're coming up there, buddy, and they're trying to get in and out of there. It's just a, it's a mess. I'm telling you. I mean, literally a mess. But anyway, got that done. And the best thing of the week, my uh, credential finally came from the Coast Guard. So I'm fixing Well, that was pretty quick. Yeah, it was. You know, it seems like it took forever, just a process. And well, it's just the, all the stuff you have to go through to renew it. It's just ridiculous. It's not like it's, renewing a driver's license, I'll tell you that. No, no it's Well, not, and that can be a pain, too. You better show up with every credential in the world just to, you being uh, an American citizen, just to renew your driver's license you've had for 50 years. Isn't that crazy? Ain't, ain't that something? Yeah, I, uh. Uh, I went through some trouble. I mean, no, you know, they kicked it back a couple of times because we tried doing it. Melinda has always done it by, uh, you know, pencil and paper and uh, making copies of stuff. But they want you to go online and do it all online now. And that's what we should have done. It would have, it would electronically, yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, we made a few. She just made a couple of minor errors, but you know, yeah, she probably forgot to dot an I and cross a T. That's all it, it takes. That's all it takes, buddy. And they kicked that thing back twice. Anyway, she finally <laughs> came in the mail, so I'm good till 2028. So got me five more years of the guiding service, if the Lord willing. Uh, let's see what we got going. I can't on there. wait to retire. <laughs> yeah, well, well uh, it's a little slow time for me right now. I guess I could call it retired, but no, I'll have the. I'll have the boat back here, uh, you know, uh, in a little bit, a little bit of time, and uh, and I'll be back at it. I'm not missing it. I wouldn't want to be on that heat anyway. You got to go so darn early. I mean, I would be meeting my people at five o'clock and trying to be fishing by daylight and trying to get out of there by ten o'clock. You know, that's the only way in the world you're going to get me out there this time of year, or it's going to we're going to go night fishing. 
I'll meet you at dark or I'll meet you at 730. We'll go watch the sunset, put out the green lights and uh, just sit out there and no sunburn. Guaranteed, guaranteed no sunburn. So, well, the older uh, you get, the more you got to watch yourself and uh, oh, I'm telling you. not get not get as hot because once you uh, stroke out, you know, heat stroke, or heat fatigue right. or whatever, you, you'll never you'll be susceptible to it from then on. You'd be real weak to the heat after that. So yeah, that happened to a lot of older guys. They just had to quit. Uh, yeah, that's you know that's summer right. fishing. They just fish fall and spring that's and winter. It. That's it. I'm, I'm thinking Which about ain't that. all bad. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not because I love fall fishing. I uh, let's see. Well, oh yeah, I have my generator. I got a 6,500 watt Honda. And uh, it needed some carb- carburetor work, so they called me yesterday, and it's ready. We're going to go pick it up today. Uh, to Might be a good time for it. The tropics are heating up. No, I know. And that water, that Gulf of Mexico, I heard you giving those temperatures out, 84-degree water temperature already. And, uh, man, they've got a string of that stuff coming up down there below the Lesser Antilles, and they've got a string of stuff coming off the African coast. You know, just one storm after another, and not, hopefully none of them, none of them make it this far and they get hung up somewhere. But uh, that's what we're doing: get the generator, get all your stuff, get it, get it ready to go because uh, you never know. Living this close to the you really coast. don't. With some of these thunderstorms we're having this year, it's good to be prepared too. Uh, I know oh, a lot of people man. that were, you know, up north of us that were out of power for a week, man. And this heat, oh, yeah, what a nightmare. They got it. They got hammered, big time, big time. Oh but, well. Uh, How's the bait situation down there? All the camps holding bait, croakers, hoppermatics, yeah, yeah. and all that. Yes, sir. I was out a little bit yesterday and seen some flags flying. So, if you're a bait fisherman, uh, just uh, get down here halfway early. Is all I can tell you, and you'd be able to get you some shrimp, mullet, mud minnows, croakers. I've seen all the flags flying. So, plenty of bait in the area. Uh, just uh, give yourself a little time. You know, there's only one way in here, one way out of there. A little bitty old village. But, uh, one road in, and one road out. So that's right. Lots when you of go good in fishing, there, be huh? good because you're not getting out. <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, anyway. Uh, All right, Hammer. Well, hey. That's about it, boss. Stay cool. Get your weed All eating right, done man. this morning before it gets hot. I had to quit yes. at noon the other day. I said, I had enough. I'm glad the Astros had an afternoon game. I shut it down and went in the house. Yeah, that's what you got to do, buddy. It's yeah, it's too, too hot to work hard in this weather. That stuff out there. Okay, Roll. buddy, seven, 713-208-0683. Always a pleasure, buddy. Y'all have a great day, Captain. All right, Glenn. Be safe. Yeah. Take care. Yes, sir, All right. All right, this week at the Belleville Meat Market, they're double featuring their green onion, pecan smoked sausage, and their three cheeses, pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And on special, prepackaged hickory smoked bacon, regular or peppered, whichever way you like it, it comes in one-pound packs for just two ninety-nine each. And they're now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section at the meat market. And... They're custom processing pigs and calves all year long. You can order a half calf or a hind quarter and have it processed any way you like. And while game processing, they're making Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. You can bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. 
and the Belleville celebrating over 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, or meat is our middle name. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Friday morning, it's 418 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Fayette County Reservoir now and let's check in with Mr. Bob Green, see what he's up to this morning. Bob, how you doing, man? Good morning. How you doing this morning? That's all good. Well, yeah. I guess it's uh, a little warm, but hey, man, it's <laughs> it's summertime. Oh, a little warm. Well, I was mowing yesterday. It got a lot warm. <laughs> well, uh, you, 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 see, you can only go out for about 10 minutes, and you're just sweated down to the bone, you know, because yeah. uh, not much we can do about it. It's, it's, it's summertime. Let's go back to April and May. I'm with be okay you. with me. Uh, I'm ready for some November and December and January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus, I got Everybody good fishing keeps... in and uh, good hunting, too. That's uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Play the weather. You yeah. do either or, hunt or fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll work. Uh, at least it, get, it gets that water cooled back down and that start getting all of these fronts coming in what the, around the end of September. Uh, although it seems like it's not in september anymore it's in you know october november so yeah i need uh, frisky starving fish <laughs> to hit my yeah. livers <laughs> <laughs> yeah i tell you what ours are playing peekaboo i bet uh, they are i wonder how hot they, that lake is now it's 92 it was oh, 92 boy. and 94 the other day and then, man you could almost bathe I, in that <laughs> Oh, I I made I made a run up in the discharge just to just to see what was going on way up in there, and it was a hundred and three, a oh, hundred and four, uh, something like that. So uh, huh. I tell you, they they like I say playing peekaboo. You you go in there one morning, and I mean we're still uh, there's still shad, you know, right uh, up shallow, and you can see. I don't see any of the little white birds eating much, but the gray herrings, you'll see them up on the bank or one or two, you know, poking their, poking their little beak and grabbing them some shad. And, 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 uh, about that first, about that first hour and hour and a half, hour and a half, if you're lucky, an hour, if you're okay, you know, it's okay yeah. uh, to catch those fish on some type of, uh, uh, a shad pattern bait. And and anywhere from shoot two foot to five foot, because uh, there's grass out there right now, out to about you know five feet or so, and you just just tick the top of that grass. Now it's getting a little hard to do it with a rattle trout because of all the hooks, but that little chatterbait looking bait uh, has has been working pretty good, still. So, uh, but boy, I tell you what, after that after that first hour. Uh, and, and you can tell by the amount of traffic on the, on the lake, you know, that things aren't, you're, you're still catching fish, but you're not just, you're not just stacking them on top of each other, put right. it that way. Yeah, may, just steady we, enough to keep you interested. Yeah. I mean, we, we would run, We I don't know, where, where we're normally running one or two spots for a day of fish, we may run it, we may be running six spots or seven. You know, mm-hmm. just and then pick up one or two here, or you may pick up five in another spot, and it's just uh, you know it's what I call the dog days of summer here, and it's just going to get hotter. 
And of course, there's no no sign whatsoever of any kind of a schooling fish. We, we, you know, we just hope for that every year. Yeah, say, man, what a bonus that would be. We I could light the phone up if those fish would ever school again. And and that's how we used to get through. You know, six, seven, eight years ago, that's how you'd get through the summer. It was mostly on your schooling fish. A lot of people have never just never seen black bass school like they used to do here. Uh, so if you the, my old customers that got in on that before they quit, they asked me every year, well, are they going to do it? I think your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, oh, well, it's just a, I don't know if we'll ever see it again. Who knows? But uh, water, water's up. I mean, they're, we've had some rain up here. You know, those big storms that, that what went through Houston and all the other night? Yeah. And, there was uh oh up around Brenham and all that area through there. We saw all that red and yellows coming through here and then you can see this little bitty circle in there. It looked kinda like a uh hot dog bun shape and lead better was right in the middle where I mean we we got a sprinkle. That's that all I got it. out of it. I mean I'm watching this uh, line come, I'm going, Man, I'm gonna get some much needed rain and uh yeah. it went it just uh broke apart when it came yeah. through me and went east and west of me it's crazy well yeah I, I was watching local news and it was saying that uh the airport out there got 95 94 mile an hour record 97 winds. well one channel will say 96 one will say 97 anyway it was the highest wind ever recorded there good gosh how in the world them planes stay i guess they're heavy enough but you, you would think it, which I saw at Hooks Airport, it flipped one of them small ones over. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, but uh, I, I imagine them big ones are sitting on out on runway were getting a little little push every once in a while, too. So, Yeah, I saw one that was a uh, fairly big plane that when the nose was standing up on it, you know, the tail was oh, on that's the what, ground. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I had heard. It, it, one had got lifted up a little bit. Yeah, I saw the video of that. That's that's a lot of wind there, bud. You, you I've bet. been on the water. I've been caught in one like that. It was, uh, those things are moving faster than, when they've got wind like that in them, they're moving 55, 60 miles an hour across the countryside, and it just, you can't beat it. It's, well, it's going to get you. It it looked like it may have broke up in the Houston area before it got to y'all, or, uh, or somewhere in there. So, yeah, but but uh, it was uh, no, we had a lot of wind in it and a lot of lightning, a lot of lightning. Well, yeah, I saw the picture that day. I think they showed a picture of the Houston area and the lightning strikes. You know, some hitting buildings and mm-hmm. and uh, just a big array of it. So. Oh well, we missed it. My my ground's cracking again. Uh, the the ponds that were so full and and running out are are starting to drop a little again. So, but I, you heard I anything on the level of uh, Somerville? Mm, no, uh, I, it it had came back up for a while. I, I know right, that. I knew because, that, but it, yeah, it ought but, to be ought to be back down to somewhat normal. I know they put. Uh, they stocked some hybrid striped bass in there yesterday. They oh, wow. 114,560 of them in there, fingerlings. Now, now, when they put those in, they put, they put those in. It's grown already, right? Well, these look like fingerlings to me. They look like they were a couple uh-huh. inches long. Hmm. 
Maybe. Maybe they'll maybe they'll get a start and get going. Yeah, that's just an estimate. Yeah. I don't know how they would count them individually. Yeah, <laughs> hundred and fourteen, five sixty, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> well, well, that's that's normally how they do what the like the minutes and stuff you put in. They do it by the pound. Mm. Maybe they do that the same way. Yeah, probably. I don't so. know how, how long it would take one of those bits of fingerling to get up to the size that they they catch out there all the time. Hopefully, they find cover and grow fast before the other ones eat them up. Mm. Well, I'm, I would imagine the crappie fishing up there now is strictly going to be out on the brush piles and the and the, yeah. and the places like that. So everything's yeah. twenty two to twenty five feet of water right now, from what I'm understanding. You know, from people I know that are crappie fishing and bass yeah. fishing too. You know, they're catching some pretty decent bass off of brush piles, also. Mm. Uh, that's uh, start running some brush piles up here too. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, I I've, I've still pretty much been on the the old pond dams and the road beds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it it's about time to start hitting some some brush. Work work through it a little bit. But uh, we stayed on we stayed on the Carolina rigs and, and some some folks I talked to they were they were throwing the Ned rig. Uh, uh, and that's really the two I heard, you know, catch the most was those two. Of course, that's not, that's, well, where Ned rig comes in now is where we used to use a Texas rig. But supposedly mm-hmm. these, these Ned rig worms will stand up a little more, a little more buoyancy and stuff like that. Now, I don't, I don't know if you use one, but you can stretch that sucker. You can stretch it, pull it, and you don't use a lot of them. They don't tear them up bad. Right. Uh, so... Anyway, it's just it's funny they call it TRD, you know, which yeah, you know, I, I I just called it the little turd bait, you know, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess that's why a little play on on uh, uh, letters undoubtedly. Yeah, that uh, I think uh, I think it's DOA or somebody has a little uh, small top water for salt water, and uh, it's a PT whatever. Whatever inch it is, and then they call yeah. call it. Uh, it's a poodle turd. That's what they call oh. it. Poodle turd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. well, that's basically what this is about. Because it kept telling, because I, everybody kept saying, "Well, it's a TRD." You know, TRD. It's oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. You know, that'll make you remember that one. So. Right. Uh, but but yeah, our water levels up. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we've had that much rain that it could have. You know, brought it up, you know, eight eight inches or so. But uh, it's, I mean, actually, the boat's actually sitting up above the dock just a little bit. So hopefully, they're planning on a hot summer, undoubtedly, for sure. So they're putting water in here. Yeah. So, you know, but when it gets up 92. But, you know, back back when those fish used to school, Mickey, that water would get up to 98, 99 degrees. Out yeah, there and they'd the school in the, the heat lake. of the day. Middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you didn't have to get up early. You could no. You you could you could just wait and have breakfast and and sit around and rig your boat up and and take off out there nine ten o'clock. You know, and then just just wait for a little while. Do a little right. worm fishing off a point and just sit there and wait for that first uh, splash or or watch some birds working. So mm. I don't know. Maybe one of these days. Maybe. It may not be in. My lifetime, but 
who knows? Uh, they 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 could, and we'll just hopefully be there when it happens. But uh, but y'all y'all's fishing is kind of slowing down a little bit too. Um, um, it's not very good. <laughs> it's pretty well, tough. That's, that that's pretty much what I tell people when they call. Say, look, you know, it's you know, it you, is what you, it you, is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, and you know, the guys we had the other day, they had a, I had, I had three in a boat, and another boat had two in it, and and they they had a good time. We didn't have to catch you know a hundred fish or fifty fish. Uh, I think I think one guy finally caught one fish com- compared to one of the other yeah. ones who caught more. Just, but they just had a good time being together. They uh, one of them was getting married and had uh, their dad with them, and and they kind of had the little wedding party type deal. So right, uh, I enjoyed them also. So, but I tell you, about eleven o'clock, you are definitely time to get off the water. It's yeah, just, especially if the wind lays down, it uh, gets pretty oh, miserable. Me. Coughed right in your ear. <coughs> but yeah, by I mean you, you're soaking wet by by ten o'clock or ten thirty. But yeah. now there was a couple of days in there that that wind kept picking up. You know, I can't remember which one it was. It seemed like it come and go. It's been every and day down here on the coast. It's been like a hair was dryer. It? Southwest wind, uh, hot. Yeah, hair dryer weather. Yeah, and and I hate south. I, I really don't like any part of a west wind on this lake. No. It just it screws up a lot of spots. Same down here, man. We're configured differently for a wind like mm. that. It's not a good one. All right, Bob. Well, I thought I'd check in with you, buddy. I missed you last week, so it, that nice. was my fault. The phone turned off. Uh oh. And then, then I got up in time. I listened to a little of it. So. <laughs> oh well. And, and then I saw the. And then I saw the message. But anyway. Yeah, I sent you yeah, a text. Uh, said, well, we tried, bud. I'll see you. Yeah, next you week. did. I all felt right, bad. Man. That's all right. Okay, don't feel bad two, about it. Uh, it's two eight one four six zero nine two zero zero or FayetteCountyBassFishing dot com. Y'all have right, a great buddy. weekend and try to you stay too, cool. Bob. Man. All right, man. See you later. See you, bud. All right. all right, that's Bob Green up on Fayette County. I need to take a moment to tell all the listeners out there about one of the hottest soft plastic baits I've chunked in years, and that's the Miralure Little John. And Miralure makes some great soft plastic baits. Try their Marshmina. That's a paddle tail swim bait. And uh, try their Provoker. That's a long uh, shad imitation rat tail bait. But the Little John... It's a three and three quarter inch soft plastic twitch bait. It throws like a bullet into the wind or downwind. It doesn't matter. Attach it to a jig head. Whether you're wading or fishing out of the boat, the Little John is lethal on speckled trout, redfish, and flounder. And the Little John's injected with a secret fish catching scent. It has a darting action and it makes it irresistible to game fish. And the Little John's so tough and durable that one bait can last for days. I've caught dozens of trout on one particular bait. Little John comes in 14 popular fish-catching colors, and all it does is produce results day in and day out. That's the Mirror Lord Little John. You can look for them wherever tackle sold. Remember, folks, nothing catches fish like Mirror Lure. Go to MirrorLure.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 437 here in the Bayou City. 
All right, let's head down Matagorda way. Let's check in with Captain Tommy Boy Alexander. Tommy Boy, what's up, man? What's up, Nicky? Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Hopefully not the wind like yesterday morning. Yeah, I figured I'd call down there. We're eight-pounders jumping in the boat all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Eating you up. <laughs> Eating the prop off the boat. That's it, man. Dude, yesterday was something else. Was it? Man, I I don't know where it came from. So we had all that wind during the night, the storms, and uh, you know I don't I don't know what it actually was. People said it blew forty or fifty during the night. Oh but yeah. Then it went it went like dead calm for a little while. You know, early early in the morning. I want to say early. I mean like two three o'clock in the morning, and then it started blowing out of the northwest, and it went cranking. I mean. I, it was it, when I pulled my boat over to the harbor, whatever time that was, five in the morning or five or five thirty, probably five thirty, something like that. It was it was white capping in our harbor. I mean, it was blowing twenty five miles an hour <laughs> in the northwest. Goodness, it'd blow your hat off standing in the parking lot. It was it was twenty to twenty five blowing right out of the northwest. Oh. You know, when I got here at the studio yesterday morning, it was uh, kind of north. Uh, Maybe just a tad of northeast in it, but it was about six. And I just kept watching it climb and keep coming up. I'm going, look at this. But we didn't have as much as y'all did. That's crazy. Uh, we had every bit of 20. And then it went it, it went to nothing again, and then it turned around and came out of the south. Yeah, it laid but, right when it switched. Yeah. <laughs> it laid, and then, and then it came out of the south, and... It didn't really blow real hard after that, but I mean, everything, the bay was muddy. I mean, everything. I oh, it had to be after that blow during the night, man. I mean, I had some high yeah, winds was, myself over here. Everything that I looked at was trashed. <laughs> Crazy. It was not good. And the day before, we had a good day, you know? Yeah. The day before, we, we caught some pretty decent fish. The bar looked great. Mm. I was joking yesterday. I was like, it just seems like you can't have two good days in a row. No. One good day and something's got to happen. But, I mean, overall, it was a pretty decent week. I mean, for the most couple days it was anyway. Until yesterday, I, I just don't know. I get it when the storm came through. I mean, I understand that. But then it went dead calm. I don't know where that other northwest at 2025, where did that come from? I don't know. It just blew for whatever, a couple hours like that. Yeah. It went away. Well. It, it was something else, though, I'm telling you. It was hard. And it was weird. You know, usually got a hard north wind. It's kind of chilly, cold wind, but it was like a hot wind. Right. Hot north wind. It's weird. Anyway, hopefully it's better today. Yeah, the earth is hot in Texas right now. What's the wind doing today? It's south. With a little west in it, some some stations are showing due south, others are showing southwest. Barely light? Yeah, not really. And it's, that's 13 to 18 offshore and about 10, 12 inshore. Yeah. 
I just hope I can deal with 10 as long as it's cleared up some from yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine for around here, too. Once we get in that 14, yeah. you yeah, know, to 16 nice. range, it just, yeah, it, it's that open water stuff. It makes it tough to fish. Yeah, it gets muddy over here when it soon as it does that. Yeah, 10's fine. Just needed to look better than it did yesterday. Right. I'll be waiting tomorrow. We got a little 10 boat tournament that somebody's got we got going on or that somebody's got going on right that i'm in it's a artificial only 10 boats and i'll be waiting in it so i'll get to wait a little bit tomorrow <clears throat> i think that's been the better answer y'all have y'all uh having much of a shark problem over there this year <clears throat> well i mean I, i'm sure in west bay I haven't really fished West Bay much this year. Right. Uh, but I don't I mean, I just don't hear a lot of people talking about it. You know, I haven't heard just tons of people complaining about it. But I will tell you, when we were fishing in the surf, they were thick. Like, I mean, some spots you couldn't even fish. Yeah. You, you'd pull up, and it was Skip Jackson shark. You'd have to move. Ooh. So I know I saw a lot. I saw a lot of sharks. You know, I know there's always a lot in the surf, but there would seem like there was more than normal. <clears throat> but I just hadn't fished West Bay much, but I haven't heard, like, people just really complaining a whole lot about them. But I don't know. But I did catch – I've caught two in East this year on, on tails. You've caught two what? Sharks. Yeah. In East Bay, just drifting with tails. I mean, both little ones, though, you know, not big. Yeah, Blaine, uh, buddy of mine, he he got uh, he got ate up in one spot yesterday. You just had to leave. I mean, big ones spooling. <clears throat> just take everything. Big old bull sharks. And I got another friend yesterday. He was gar fishing up above I ten in the marsh, and uh, he couldn't keep the big bulls off his gar rigs. <clears throat> They're yeah, everywhere. They're definitely there. Like I said, I, I mean, I've caught a couple just drifting East Bay with mm-hmm. tails. And, you know, you don't do that a whole, whole lot. So I, that tells me, you know. But I will tell you, I've seen a lot of porpoises this year. Or yeah. dolphins. Yeah, dolphins are thick. <laughs> Got a lot of predatorial fish swimming around in our waters right now. Bull reds, so, yeah. dolphins, sharks. <clears throat> I've seen quite a bit of dolphins in East Bay more than I normally do. Heck, yesterday I saw dolphins in the harbor. Amazing. There was a little school of them running around through, between the boats over there where we keep our boats in the harbor. Right. I'll be darned. I don't see that, I don't see that very often either. No. <laughs> but we're going to hit it again today. Everything's on a comeback except for our trout. <laughs> Yeah, we need more. We need a little more comeback on that. Yeah, we do. <clears throat> Even the reds lately seem to be not as not as sick as they were. I don't know where they went. They went somewhere, but I mean, you can catch a few of them. Don't get me wrong, but they're not like they were. Big. Yeah, it'll once we get through all this hot summer action, you know, usually our best month up my way in Trinity Bay for schooling action on reds and big schools out deep are usually late July and August. Man, they just, they're terrorizing the surface. 
Yeah. Well, we've also had a lot of birds working lately, but they've all been little dinks under. Like they're nothing. Mm. You know, there ain't nothing you want under them. Right. I fished a few groups of them the other day, and it's all just—it's like twelve-inch trout. Got you. <clears throat> it's nothing. Nothing you want, you know. I will tell you something. We've got a lot of that. I seem like I've, I'm catching like at least one every trip. Some trips, two or three, is drum. I'm hearing that here and everywhere, all up and down the coast. Drum, drum, uh, yeah. puppy drum are real, yeah, real plentiful right now. Like fifteen to eighteen inches. Yeah, that's uh, what you I'm want. At least one a trip on tails, but sometimes mm-hmm. the other day we caught two or three. <clears throat> yeah, just think if you went back with uh, bait under a cork or mm-hmm. you know dead bait or yeah. live bait, what you do yeah, on those drums probably <clears throat> eat them up, yeah. man. And the last day, it was not not the last day; it was calm. But a few days ago, with one day we had, it was pretty calm. We were sitting there, and and at first, a whole school of, of them little rays came swim by the boat. About five or six of them rays came swam right by the boat, and then what devil like, rays uh, or, or stingrays? Yeah, no, a little devil rays. Yeah, but they weren't big ones; they were smaller. And, yeah, uh, little cow heads, cow nose. Yeah, they, they, they got all kinds yeah, of names. Little big. They weren't about a foot wide, maybe. Right. And uh, a bunch of them came by, and then right after that, a whole school of drums swam right by the boat, and then just sit there and did a couple circles. It was a big old school of black drum. You can see them crystal clear. They just did a couple circles, and then they swam off. Huh. Well, healthy fishery. Just, Water uh, quality's right. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, we still got a lot of bait. We got plenty of bait. I mean, that's definitely not a problem. Yeah. Well, that's good. All systems are go. <laughs> Just got to yeah. get get the right wind and uh, conditions. Yeah. yeah the, All the right, Tommy. Our problem. Winds are kiss of death. I got you. The Charlie Paradoski wind, southwest wind. Yeah, this ain't no good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, Tommy, if All somebody right. wants to call you about coming to Matagorda and hooking up with you, man, how do they get a hold of you? All right. You can, uh, Get me on Facebook under Tommy Alexander or leave a message or text me, call on my phone at 979-709-8242. All right, Tommy. Hey, good talking to you, man. Have a good weekend. Yes, good sir. luck in that tournament yes, tomorrow. Sir. Break a leg, yes, brother. Sir. All right, bud. Later. All right, that's Captain Tommy Alexander and Matt Gordon. Now it's time to run down to South Padre and check in with our good friend, Captain Brian Barrera. Brian, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning, sir. I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I couldn't be better. How's it going with you, man? All right. You know, another fish-loving day. Got yes, sir. Moving around. I'm, I'm doing 5.30 dock times now, so looks like you guys won't be waking me up early in the morning anymore. I'll already be awake by the time we start talking. That's okay. it. <laughs> so here we are, um, making a move i'm actually uh today is my first day off in almost three weeks since i got back from florida i haven't had a day off uh but uh my girlfriend likes to fish a lot so you know what that means right let's go yep we're gonna get out there we're gonna see if we can get a hold of a couple little juvenile tarpon or something like that right Um, i'm able to fish for the tarpon that much we've had crazy winds and stuff you know Mm. uh it's been very windy, very rough. 
I've been doing a whole lot of red fishing, a whole lot of speckled trout fishing, uh, some very good snook fishing, and the same thing I hear you and Tommy talking about up those putting the hammer down on black drum. You know, our black drum run is happening. Right. And, uh, I mean, I'm talking three, four-man limits of black drum, you know, whacking them. Uh, so the run's going on right now, and there's they're up inside of a couple of channels, you know, a big channel system, and everybody just kind of anchors up on the side and old school style waits for them to come, waits for the drum to come to them, you know. Uh huh. But uh, I've been taking a real aggressive approach where uh, I just get everybody's rods ready in their hand with a two ounce <laughs> weight drop shot style and a big old dead shrimp on there. And I use my trolling motor. I start cruising around in the channel. All of a sudden, I'll school of like 300 of them will pop up on my gps because the water is dirty you won't see them but you'll see them on the screen of my gps i'll send you a picture of what it looks like i'll text it to you a little later and you just tell everybody fish on the right everybody throw to the right <laughs> and cast to the right real quick and boom triple hook up you know what i mean so all the old schoolers are getting kind of jealous about it sitting there watching me work my electronics in the middle of the channel while everybody's just Anchored up on the side, waiting for the bite to come to them. But you got to learn how to swim. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> well, school I went out uh, earlier in the week um, on a my favorite trip of the week was a snook fishing trip. I went out on a client of mine with one guy. You know, you got to love those trips when you get just one guy that really enjoys fishing and he's good at it. You know, you know you can really work hard to get that guy a big fish or whatever. You know. Right. Um, I had just one guy who went out, caught a very nice, like, almost 33-inch snook on top water. Dang, that's a good one. Yep, and a couple other, you know, 31, 29s. That was, that was really good. Nice. Very mangroves. nice. Yep, lots of very big mangroves on top waters lately. That's starting to pop off. So we went out there yesterday. Very cool story. I've got this guy... Uh, He's actually an early morning sicko. His name's Henry P. Dial. He said that uh, you've mentioned me to him and stuff like that. He's an early morning sicko. I had him for the last two days. Oh, cool. We went out, took his kids, and uh, he got a, we did, you know, 15 black drum for him and his two grandkids. They had a blast. I mean, he got 13-year-old kids catching, you know, 24 to 28-inch black drum every every other cast you know so those kids got they had a blast and uh and then i took him out uh, yesterday morning and we had an awesome deal it's one of the first times in time to me he's throwing this pearl white topwater walk dog style you know he's walking mm-hmm. and walking oh i'm rigging up somebody else's line because they threw one in the rocks popped off so i'm rigging it up and i hear the classic snook hit out of the background you can tell right fish they're thrashers <laughs> Stuff like that. The, uh, the the snook and the trout, they're poppers, you know? Right. And, uh, they popped it really hard, and I heard it. I said, oh, there's a snook. I turned around. I see the snook back flipping out of the water, about a 30-inch, or he was too excited. And that that, uh, <laughs> darn, that darn top water flies out of the snook's mouth, and he never gave it a hook set, really, or he didn't get that much time to do it. it started jumping too fast. Top water flies out. Hits the water and all, it's like, oh, dang it, dang it, you know. And he starts reeling in that top water really fast. Got smoked about, again. Got smoked <laughs> again. Right next to the boat, about a five-pound mangrove snapper. Wow. Followed, 
following it, following it, and then as he's reeling it in, I was like, oh, wait, look, look. And literally right next to the boat just smashes it as he was reeling it in. Just peeled off like, you know, 30 yards of drag. It was a very nice mangrove snapper in like the five to six and a half pound range. Which That'll very, work. 2,500 yeah. spinning reel, you know, a 10 pound braid. Heck of a fun time, you know. And, uh, well, sure. And uh, we flopped that bad boy in the ice chest and. That's that a good table home. fare right there. Yep. Yep, you get that whole one to scale it and cut it, and you can even fry it whole, and it'll be good. Mm-mm-mm. But it's been good. It's been, it's, it was a good week of fishing this week because, you know, last week was very tough for me. I figured this week would be good. We've got a better moon. You know, we're creeping up on that new moon. Yeah, we got rid of that, and we're headed... What are we, about 18% right now, headed towards our full moon. So, yeah, we ought to have yeah. good fishing ahead of us up to the full moon. Getting bigger. Well, you get, you know, better fish movement, I think, you know. I believe so. I I've always, a lot of people cuss full moon, but I've always been a big fan of it, man. That uh, three or four days before it and then the first or second day of it, it's pretty good. You know, the backside can be kind of treacherous but i like that yep. uh this time of year you get a and fish will ball up and they'll they'll start making their moves yes they definitely do i especially the tarpon i love tarpon fishing anytime on or around the full moon right you know they're getting moving they move you know so you should come across and fish yeah your uh, girlfriend but, uh kelly what is she, what's her favorite fish to fish for tarpon tarpon I heard her. <laughs> there you go. Yep, she loves Just checking. <laughs> she loves the tarpon fishing, so we'll go out. And I would. I bet she wouldn't turn any thirty-inch trout down on top water, so. <laughs> no, she caught a few. She caught. A, she caught an eleven-pounder not long ago. Remember? I, I remember that. that. Man, what a fish! What yeah. a fish! Yeah, and that was a. Uh, and. She catches those big tarpon, too. She got about 180-pounder on artificial last year. She wants to beat that this year. It's going to be hard. It's hard to just hook, to find one and hook one that's that big, let alone keep it on True. the hook on the land land it. Yeah. Everything's got to come together just right. Tar's got to align. Got to get gotta the go right up. bite, man, and then keep it on the line. I'm just going to be out there on the water waiting for the stars to align. That's all I can do. That's all you can do. It's like the old saying, the the more you fish, the luckier you get. Yep, and that's what my friends, my friends would be like, man, it looks like you're hammering them on Facebook. You're always on them. Facebook, (laughs) another story, real life, buddy. I was like, I catch some good fish and have some good days, but I fish literally every day, dude. Yeah, you got to. I make, make a couple Facebook posts a week. And you think I'm really hammering them, but I'm really on the water six days a week. It's not all awesome trips every single day. We don't crush well, them. No. You do good, and it's pretty cool. There you go. All right, Brian. Well, hey, if somebody wants to come down and fish with you, give them some info how they get a hold of you, buddy. Sure. Best way to be a direct call or a text, area code 956-755-9413. Or you can reach out to me on the website, inshorefishingsouthpadre.com. All right, man. Y'all, y'all 
Y'all tighten them lines up this morning. <laughs> we'll see if we can put one in the air. There you go. See you, man. Thank you, Brian. All right. All right, that's Captain Brian Barrera down in Port Isabel or South Padre. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 